Okay, Bible and Daily Lifers, here we are. We are going through the New Testament, and we are getting close to the end here because we're getting close to the end of the year. Now, if you're just starting with us, then loop through again and do it in a year. So we are in 1 Peter chapter 1, and it says Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ. Now, this is the Peter, the Peter that was in the little inner circle with Jesus. And here's who it's to, to God's elect. It probably mostly means the Jewish people, but it also includes those of us who were grafted in. God's elect exiles scattered throughout the provinces of Pontius, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, Bithynia, who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through the sanctifying work of the Spirit to be obedient to Jesus Christ and sprinkled with his blood. So it's probably writing primarily to Jewish Christians, although Gentile Christians are included. And what's happened at this point is persecution is really starting to run rampant, going after the church. It started with religious persecution, with the Jews persecuting the Christians. Of course, all the early Christians were Jews. So it was Jews persecuting Jews. They just didn't like the sect of uh, Judaism that they were preferring. Christianity, being Jesus' followers, followers of what became known as the way. And so now they're scattered all over the place, and Roman persecution is beginning to gain quite a bit of steam. And so Peter is going to write to the Christians who are experiencing persecution, some of them loss of home, some of them are now refugees, some of them have lost everything as they are fleeing persecution wherever they go, and the persecution is going to get pretty severe under the hand of Rome pretty soon. It will find uh, some of the worst being under Nero. We'll talk a little bit about Caesar Nero as we go on through this book. So praise be to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. All right. In his great mercy, he has given us birth through a living hope, through the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. We've been born again based upon the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Certainly his death, forgiving our sins, but the resurrection, giving us this new life. An inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. Well, context is everything. So keep in mind what's going on here. Some of these people who are fleeing persecution have probably uh, been in the towns and the villages and the cities and the neighborhoods and even the houses that they've lived in for maybe generations, maybe 10 generations, you know, maybe seven generations, three generations. And so now as they're fleeing, they're losing everything, but uh, they have an inheritance that can't perish. They have an inheritance that can't spoil. They have an inheritance that cannot fade. You know, something different than that earthly inheritance. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, the eternal inheritance. You know, sometimes you don't think about these things until you lose them. You know, if all of a sudden, you know, you're doing great in life and multi-generational and things are good, and now all of a sudden, being persecuted, leaving behind everything, now you've got some bags. So this inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of salvation that is to be revealed in the last time. So God's going to protect us. He's going to protect our salvation. Now, our lives might be up for grabs here as people are persecuting us, but our salvation is never up for grabs. He's always going to keep that and protect that. In all of this, 
you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have to uh, suffer grief under all kinds of trials. So we're blessed that we have eternal life, but we're suffering a lot of trials. We're suffering a lot of difficulties and a lot of pressure. But yet we have eternal life, and for that we're grateful. These have come, what, the trials and the troubles, these have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, which is of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise and glory and honor when Jesus is revealed. So just for a little while, we're going through this stuff. Well, maybe you're not going through it, but they were. And maybe you will go through it. It's hard to know what's going to happen to anybody at any time. But these particular Christians are under extreme, extreme stress. And it's going to result in praise towards God, glory to God, as God brings us through and gives us this eternal inheritance with him in heaven forever and ever. And this is great because Peter walked with him. And watch what Peter says. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with inexpressible, glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Now, this is pretty cool because Peter did see him. And Peter said, you know, I saw him and I believe. But you didn't see him and you believe. And you don't even see him now and you believe. And you're continuing and you're continuing in your faith. And you have a great reward for your faith. So hang in there. Now, concerning this salvation, he's talking about our salvation. The prophets, the Old Testament prophets, who spoke of the grace that was to come to you, searched intently with the greatest care, trying to find out the time and the circumstances to which the Spirit of Christ in them was pointing to when he predicted the sufferings of the Messiah and the glories that would follow. So these guys didn't know the time, although they were speaking about the time, although they were speaking about what was going on, they didn't know when the time would be. And those of us who are talking about the second coming, and there's a lot of talk about the second coming, we don't know when that will be. We would like to know, and maybe we even pretend to know, and maybe we even try to figure things out. And But we don't know. We don't know, just like they didn't know. And they would have loved to have known, and they didn't see it themselves, even though they prophesied about it. But it was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but serving you, which means serving you and me, because we have the benefit of those prophets when they spoke of the things that have now been told to you by those who preach the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, even angels long to look into these things. Even the angels didn't know these things. But yet now we have them. We have received the benefit of the gospel. We now have received Jesus Christ. We now see all of these prophecies have come to pass to work our salvation. And so we are grateful for that. So because of this, verse 13, Therefore, because of these things, because of the salvation that we have, uh, that the prophets had predicted, therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. Set our minds on Christ. He's coming. As obedient children, don't, don't conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all that you do, for it is written, Be holy, because I am holy. So as we're waiting for the Lord, how should we be living? We should be living lives that are set apart, lives that are pleasing to God. Um, and so, since you call on a father who judges each person's work impartially, live out your time as foreigners here in reverent fear. Now, 
I think most of us listening are living in the Western world, in the modernized world. I know there's people from different places. But uh, we live in the modernized world. And as such, we have the benefit of knowing that we have eternal life. We have the peace that comes from Christ. We know that we have a Savior that always cares for us, will never leave us, will never forsake us. But most of us, I venture to guess, don't see ourselves as foreigners here. Don't see ourselves as strangers on the earth just passing through. But we need to be reminded, and what reminded these guys is the suffering, the persecution, the loss of their homes, the, the, the loss of their incomes, the loss of their professions, the, the loss of their families, the, the, the loss of their culture, the, the loss of their environment. And they're reminded of it. And they are reminded that they're, they're strangers and foreigners and that they're just passing through. And so we live uh, just passing through with reverent fear, knowing that the Lord is the one who will bring us home. For you know that it was not with perishable things, Perishing is a big theme here because they're losing stuff. For you know it was not with perishable things, such as silver or gold, that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or without defect, bought by the blood of the lamb. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last days for your sake. Isn't that something that... You know, we're living in the time where we have Christ as Savior. Through him, you believe in God who raised him from the dead and glorified him so that your faith and hope are now in God. So we'll leave it at there. There's some more verses to read quite a bit. It's a little bit of a long chapter. Um, let's read it. I won't say anything about it. Now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth so that you have sincere love for one another, love one another deeply from the heart. You've been born again, not of perishable seed, again, perishing again, but of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God. For all people are like grass and all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of the Lord endures forever. And this is the word that was preached to you. So Lord, thank you for a, an inheritance that is not perishable. Nobody can take it. Persecution can't ruin it. We have it in you eternally, and you will protect this salvation that you've given to us. Be blessed in the salvation you have in Jesus. If you don't have that salvation, get it. Hey, 